Hello and welcome to Too Fast, Too Forever. There's all kinds of family, we chose this one. This episode 212, the 36th Chamber of Shaolin from 1978. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe Too, and this episode's brought to you by the Karate Brothers. The Karate Brothers began the study of karate at an early age. Since then, karate has given them endless opportunities to better themselves. KarateBrothers.org, and if you want to email them, it's KarateBrothers at Shaw.ca. Well, shout out to the Karate Brothers, and welcome to Too Fast, Too Forever. After the break, we'll be talking about the first pit stop in lap 10. Maybe the pit stop in lap 10. Not not the only one, but like yeah. the best one possibly. Who knows? In the 36 Chamber Shaolin. But Joe, extracurricular activities. What have you been up to since we last recorded? I haven't been doing anything super crazy. Um, Rachel's been getting all the Thanksgiving stuff ready, doing stuff like that. Haven't been watching too much stuff outside of sports things. The Steelers had a really crazy game on uh, I, Sunday so it, night. Yes. I Here's how I watched that game. Go ahead. I watched in 30-minute, like, not, okay, this is going to make me sound like I, sound, I watched a lot more than I did, but it was after it was over. I'm like, I wonder if they won or not, because I didn't know. I didn't okay. see any tweets about it or whatever. I assumed yeah. that by not seeing a tweet about it, it probably didn't end well for you. But yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, let me skip forward by 30 minutes chunks because that's like what the TiVo breaks it down. I'm like, okay, so oh, nothing, shit. nothing, Chargers, nothing. Yeah, <laughs> Chargers up, up bigger, up bigger, up bigger. And then I'm like, wait a minute, the Steelers getting closer, getting closer. I'm like, hold on. And then I watched the last like four minutes and it was <laughs> wild. Insane. Yeah. It was totally wild, but um, we were missing like five starters on defense, um, including like three pro bowlers. So. I was expecting it to be worse, so like I was actually kind of optimistic about how close it got. It wasn't too bad for me, so I was pretty happy about that. Other than that, the Penguins are on like a, a nice little winning streak going on. They have three games in a row. I've just been cruising through that, getting excited that I get like a couple days off soon to just do nothing. We, we talked about that you have three TVs in your living room. Have you done three different sports at the same time? Have you done like a football, hockey? Oh, I don't three different there, sports? Third, yes. Yes, I is have. Is a third sport you care about? no. But, oh, well, I guess like like race, like Formula One or something, right? Could be. I have definitely thrown a Formula One on one side. I've definitely thrown some basketball on one side. If you're gambling on it, you know, like FanDuel has sure. all these like wacky uh, boosts, like interesting, weird bets. So like I've watched more NBA this year than I ever have in my life because like it'll be like, will this person score over this many points in the game? And I'm like, sure, I'll put five dollars on that and then like i just watch it so yeah um, which by the way i mean this is going to come out this is no i think it might apply, apply to everybody i just saw a deal that uh the league pass which you know the brian late night slumber yes. party rodriguez is a big fan Recommend of it's gonna it. be half yeah. off on black friday so oh that's cool how much is it do you know it's 199 normal so it'd be 99 bucks for one or if you want two streaming devices like i'm talking with a friend who might split it with me so we okay. get the two and then there was like also instead of commercials, there's like in arena streams. Oh, so those like, I've stumbled on those before in the depths of the internet, and yeah. they are fucking awesome. You get to see like the halftime performances, yeah. Like in those, I highly recommend it. That's super awesome. I'm actually like curious about that. That's two forty nine, and that's streaming on two devices. So it'd be like one twenty five, and like you know. 
we're only like a month into the season. Like, it's not like you're missing a lot. Like, I know that like when I used to like pay for like the MLB, like before I started like, yeah, checking I with hockey. friends getting yep. all year, it would be like, okay, if the All-Star break, it's half off. But, like, you'd miss half the season. This is like you missed a month of the season. It's already half off, right? So we're like, that's kind of a good deal. That's kind of a good deal. The hockey one usually, yeah, right around the All-Star game. And then like I think the last month of the season, they would like drop their pants on it and it would be like 40 bucks or something. But it was like... 150 to start for hockey and then like 99 it you know halfway and then yeah. like 30 or 40 for like the last like you get like the last month up until the playoff because like once the playoff starts they're all on you right. know broadcast so yes so if you're interested in the uh, league pass it's on sale through nba.com or whatever very uh, cool now yeah yeah but what else anything else of note no, that's it. I'm getting ready. I like. I want to go see. There's some movies out that I want to go see. Like, I definitely want to go see House of Gucci. So I'm getting excited for that. We watched more Lock and Key. And other than that, I've just been like getting ready. How about you? What have you been up to? Let's see here. What did I do? So last Thursday night, I went to see. So that new podcast I started listening to, Who Weekly, the yes. celebrity gossip podcast. Yeah. My friend, an extra ticket. They did a live show in Philly. Oh, and cool. that's where I went to the bar where there was Twilight on at the bar. So I sent you and Brian a picture of me. Yes. Sort of kind of watching Twilight in the bar. Yes. Uh, but Thank that show you. was amazing. It was so funny. It was so good. That's cool. It's just weird that like a month ago, I never listened to the show. And now I support them on Patreon and I saw them live. It's just like this. Uh, what a whirlwind romance that I've had with these uh podcasters that i'm never going to talk to in in, in real life did you like you didn't interact with them like was it a big crowd was it a small crowd it was a pretty big crowd i don't know if they used they they had a vip meet and greet before that we didn't have tickets for okay um i don't think that they hung out afterwards i think that that was probably in lieu of that or whatever but uh yeah it was cool it was it was really fun I, i really enjoyed that Oh, my friend Paul, who I met through a Chris podcast, came over and he helped me mount the TV in my office. I sent you a picture so, of. Yeah, it looks good, man. Thank you, thank you. It's amazing to have an actual TV like that's that I can see from my desk and from my treadmill. So it's it's great. Yeah, that's loving awesome. that. Sunday, I saw the new Ghostbusters movie in theaters. It's what was I've seen reviews that say people like it. I've seen people hate it, and I really liked the the all-female Ghostbusters, yeah. and they just, like, totally deleted that after, like, yes. which was weird, because I was like, this was really enjoyable, so, but I guess, you know, the grumblings won. Here's what I will say, and this is a, this is a what? hot take uh, that I've heard other people say, but I think it's, it's not the popular opinion. I don't think, and I just saw it again in theaters, I don't think the original is super funny. I think it's very memorable and very quotable, but it's not like, and I, I just don't know, like, there's comedies, obviously, from the 80s that I think are funny, but this, I was just like, I wasn't, like, laughing out loud a lot. I remember the hmm. okay. female okay. reboot being very funny. Um, okay. This one is not funny. Like, by design, it's not funny. It's like a serious movie with no, some jokes. It's like a it's like a family kind of adventure, sort of like an E.T. style, where it's like, you know, the next generation. Like, it's really about the kids taking over for the old Ghostbusters or whatever, right? Okay, pass the torch. Yes. So I really enjoyed the first two-thirds of the movie. I, I really enjoyed it. might be a little bit strong, but I was enjoying the first two-thirds of the movie. And then the final third of the movie, there is a ton of fan service in a way that, like, led to multiple rounds of applause in my theater. And I was just like, huh, okay, I guess people like this. <laughs> there was one thing, this is a, a very sp- slight spoiler, but you have to assume um, that this is going to happen. But there's a lot of references to the original, right? And at one point, they're in jail, and someone says, what about my one phone call? And the guy just goes, who are you going to call? And I said out loud, very softly to myself, 
boo. Like that's not how that's not what I want. I don't want that like corny line like there. Yeah, yeah. It's just like so there's yeah. a lot of that and there's you know there's thing there's a lot of reasons for fans of the original to like applaud. But like the guy next to me was like very into it, probably you know a couple years older than me, but like people who grew up with the original, I think enjoy it. I'm I'm trying to think cuz now that you said that you kind of like uncorked a part of my brain that like I do find the original very memorable, and I would say it's a good movie, but I don't think that I've ever described it as, like, funny or hilarious. Like, the the joke at the beginning when he's like, oh, like, she gets every card right and he keeps shocking the guy, like, I laugh at that. But other than that, like, there's, like, a couple jokes that make me laugh, but you're right. It's not like, oh, my God, this... I don't even see it as a comedy. It's just, like, Like, it's, it's mostly, I think, considered a comedy by people because Bill Murray's in it. And he says things funny, but it's not funny. Like, yeah, there's one it's, thing it's that I think is like, to, I don't even think it's meant to be like funny in the I, com- I'm not, like the true comedy sense. Like, it's not like I'm yeah, not sure, know. and I'm sure that we're upsetting people who like Ghostbusters. But I like whatever. Ghostbusters. I like Ghostbusters. I like it too. I like it a lot. But uh, <laughs> there's there, my favorite line from the first movie is when they're in the office. I think of the like the mayor. Bill Murray calls someone dickless, and he goes, is that true? He goes, yes, sir, this man has no dick. And, like, it's just, that, like, that's very funny. My favorite, the one that I always relate to, is when he's like, I don't, like, I don't want to go back to the private sector. They expect results, like, yeah. like, because, yes. you know, working at a university. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very, very well played. Funny and because always, it's true. Yes. Funny because it's true. Yes. I genuinely don't know if most people are going to like this new Ghostbusters or not. I think it's really going to be a your mileage may vary on depending on what you want from one of these. Okay. It wasn't like I was sitting there like, oh, God. But, like, you know, I'm not going to watch it again. But I had heard such mixed things and people not exactly enthused about it. And I was just like, oh, yeah, okay. But I know that Mike Manzi like, liked it, kind of seemed to have liked it based on his letterboxed score and stuff. So... I don't know. I really don't so know. So what? So what did they do with the the female ghost spot? Did they just like shelf it? Like, does it this movie address it? Oh no, it, just or is it they, like, nope, nope. Just doesn't. Nope. Okay, it's just done. Yep. It's like what? Like Jurassic Park three? Like we just because like the original happened, Ghostbusters. But... <laughs> yes, the original Ghostbusters are in the answer the call, right? Like, aren't they? Like, aren't don't they? Aren't they? Like, doesn't Bill Murray show up as, like, a cab driver in that or something? Yeah, he shows up at some point in the the girl Ghostbusters. He maybe does. they're Maybe they're not them. I don't know. But, yes, it's it's a very weird rewriting of history. Okay, uh, so we just pretend that there's one There's not even exist. a single reference to them, I don't think. Okay, so. I don't think I did anything else or won anything else. Did I see anything of note? Not really. I'm starting. I'm, I've been watching through the Halloween movies because I finished Friday the 13th a couple weeks ago. I think I mentioned that. So tonight I'm excited. I'm seeing Halloween 4, which I've never seen Halloween 4, 5, and 6, which is like a trilogy. So that sounds about right to me. I mean, like I've, I've definitely seen them, but like the, I don't remember those at all. There, so Halloween 3, I love Michael Myers, not in 3. And then they bring Michael Myers back in 4, and there's 4, 5, 6, and there's two versions of 6. And then there's like the. I think widely considered bad ones, like twenty years later, the ones that you like, and yes, then like, I Rob love Zombies too, and there's the new Danny uh, McBride ones or whatever. So David Gordon Green, maybe Danny McBride's a producer, I don't know, but like that group of people are making the new one. So okay. they keep rebooting in certain different ways, but yeah. yeah. So I'm working on that Halloween Four tonight. Is there anything else I wanted to say? Oh, I've been playing a lot of Forza, and I've been playing a lot of the new Halo. Uh, my friends were just talking about it because I read a really interesting article about the new Halo that well, like Matt sent it to me. It's funny that, so the article was, there's this guy who has a younger brother who's like 12 or 14, and he's getting demolished in the new Halo. 
because a bunch of 30-year-olds like us played hours and hours of Halo, and the game is not built to be like, are you the fastest trigger? It's a lot of like the maps and like where you're hiding and like knowing when to do what, and we just remember it. And it actually was like the best pitch I've heard for the new Halo yet. That's interesting because like I was struggling last night, but I was mostly struggling because the controls have been mapped to like standard first person shooter controls. And so like that means melee is clicking in the right thumbstick. But like in my brain, when you're meleeing in Halo, it's, left it's B. No, it's B. It was B. Wait, I, was I had minus. I, no, it was reload left, shoot right. Yeah, B was melee or X. Oh boy! Now I'm now I'm also because in my it brain, was the left it was the left left button a, a was the first button the button if you move your right thumb to the left that was melee that would be X on Xbox in my yeah. brain left trigger is throw a grenade right trigger is shoot but now left trigger I, is you know zoom. what I might have had my controls mixed like I might have custom mapped my controls I don't know I think about like it. I've played a bunch of shooters since then but like I played so much Halo two obviously that's where we met whatever that I'm still trying to like so but like once I started getting the hang of and they're not hard controls it's just my brain needs to like get used to them I was doing pretty well like I wasn't doing great because you know the well. game you know the yes. the idea of the game like we played hours and hours yeah. and hours of this game so like once you get the controls back to the th- like you know when to do what so that's that was what the article. Yeah. So maybe that's true. Maybe that's real. Maybe that's... He said, like, his little... He hears his little brother in the basement yelling about how much he hates it. Because he, like... Because he has no edge, right? And he's, like, really good at Fortnite and really good at Battlefield and, like, all these other games. But, like, this isn't a game that's geared towards, like, children having the fastest reflexes, right? Like, it was always a game that was, like, kind of slow, kind of, like, where you hide, what line of sight you have. So that's really cool. That's funny. I, I like that. So that's that's interesting. So, yeah, and I'll play more of that tonight, I think, with some friends. But, yeah. So, cool. again, another example, free on Game Pass. Like, does it, you know. And this Are the is maps beta. the same? Like, there is the same maps? Like, I updated? I don't know. Sure. I only played about an hour's worth last night. It was the first time I played it. But there was one that, like, felt like Blood Gulch, but was, I don't know. It's, yeah, Blood Gulch, Hang 'em High. Like, I remember, like, the first, way, like, Halo 1 maps. I could probably, like, still, like, in my head, walk around a halo like i could probably draw you a pretty good layout of a halo yeah, like how many times do i play capture the flag on zanzibar right where you start on the beach <laughs> yes. to work your way up yep so yeah that's what i'm saying dude. yep mm-hmm. oh god mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i hated zanzibar though well, yeah it just you know you, you got tired of it right so yes yeah. i think that's all of note that i've been doing we recorded a lottery pie with bob last night so that'll be out cool. in the new year already into the new year for that one because his next book that we're reading is long and difficult so that's my life now reading a difficult book but anyway have fun thank you thank you we have a patreon page too fast to forever.com shout out to cassie wilson jake freer ben milliman nick burris alex ellen and justin Kleiman, brian rodriguez of high school slumber party Haley gerby's west hampton christian larson jerry robinson dan the duke hayden renato di zanato michael mcgann lane middleton Lindsay lewandowski and jessica collins aka montez Thank you all so much for supporting us at the $5 a month level or above. If you want swag and merchandise like t-shirts and stickers, early access, bonus episodes, all that stuff, too fast, too forever.com. In birthday news, Jerry's birthday was, I think, last week. So happy birthday, Jerry. Happy birthday, Jerry. We also have an email address, family at cageclub.me. We have one email. The reason I jumped to that so quickly is because Jerry sent in the email. Oh, cool. And he, remember last episode, bought a shirt, and he says, hey guys, quick email, the shirt came, and I used it when I went to the gym, woke up at three, 
You're on the rock schedule. You're on clanging and banging like a man possessed quote from Dwayne himself. So yes, exactly (laughs) to your point, like the rocks schedule. So here's a picture of Jerry. Let me see shirt. I do like this new logo shirt. And And that's on the asphalt gray. Yeah. And he looks like he got the soft one too. I have, I think the, no, I got the old logo on the asphalt and I got the new logo one on a blue, but those are pretty soft shirts. I like it. Glad yeah. you're, I'm glad you like it. I hope you like it. I'm glad you like it, and I'm glad that um, you wore it to the gym. That's pretty cool. Thank you, brother. Yeah. So shout out to Jerry for buying that. If you want to get that, that's uh, shirts are probably on sale right now. <laughs> I, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe more designs coming soon. We had an idea for one. I was emailing based on this. I was emailing with Jerry, so I kind of oh, have an idea yes. for one. Yes. Working on that, but we'll let you know. But too fast, too forever. Shop for those. And if you have not yet left us a nice iTunes review, Apple Podcast review, whatever you want to call it, please do that. It helps with something. I don't know if it's actually going to help, but like you know, can't not help, right? So, Apple yeah. Podcast five star rating. Say whatever you want. You can you can be mean in the comment, but just leave a five star <laughs> review, please. Thank you. Yes, please. Thank you. Joe on the streets. News about the Fast and Furious. Anything you have seen in the last week? Mildly adjacent to us and them. There was apparently some kind of reference to Cleopatra's egg from Red Notice at the latest Survivor Series wrestling event. Okay, interesting. They were like, they were because I saw it on the Pat McAfee show that they kept asking, like, who has the egg? And it's a hundred million dollar egg. And like, they were yelling about this. And so if anybody saw it and knows what th- that happened, let us know. But I, there was a strong, I think it was like strong promo for Red Notice at Survivor Series. So. I did that Xbox vault, speaking of the oh, uh, tell me how eggs, and there's like 27 trivia questions in like this kind of VR, not really VR, like just like this room, little room. Yeah, you like click around, drag around, whatever, and just do trivia questions. And I did it like four or five times because like it takes a while. Like if you get one wrong, it like, anyway, it took me a couple of times to like get to all the questions and then I was getting some wrong, so I had to redo it or whatever. And then one time, like there's a glitch. Anyway, did it four or five times. I'm like, cool, I got them all right. And I go to submit, and, like, it doesn't matter. Like, everybody just gets, like, one entry, and, like, it's just like, hey, beat your friends with more score. It's just like, oh. So I don't have to, like, get 27. So if you want to, if you haven't done it yet, go to xboxvault.com and just, you know, enter to win, like, a, an oil painting of The Rock Which sounds in amazing. his, like, 2001 unveiling of the Xbox at CES outfit. So I said, I put it on Twitter that if you win that and share it with us, we'll let you program an entire lap of the podcast for free. So yes. joint custody. So please yeah. make it happen. And I mean, I, I'm talking like joint custody, like, you know, every other year switching, maybe yeah. even like, you know, you have a half the time we have a ha- just back and forth kind of situation. Yeah. And Joe and I only have a half time. We'll split our half. So it'll be like, half. yeah, exactly. It'll be like so you're 25, not, you're getting 25, a, 50. Yes. Yes. You're getting it. A, a, not just a third of the time. You're getting it a half the time. We will each have it a quarter of the time. It'll be worth it. It'll be great. That That's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. The only news that I've seen, speaking of Dwayne Johnson, is that there's a new I guess TV series, animated TV series coming out in May called DC League of Super Pets, where it's all the cartoon pets of like like Superman's crypto and oh, whatever. Oh, that kind of sounds interesting and fun for but like an the episode. Rock plays Crypto the Super Dog. Oh, nice! But Kevin Dude. Hart's also a voice. Keanu's a voice. So like, it's very, really, truly a Hobbs and Shaw reunion and future union, and also John Krasinski and stuff. So like, yeah, big big voice cast. That's really cool. Kevin Hart's been all over. He was at like the Eagles game and on Good Morning Football this weekend. Like, well, just... he's got something coming out where he's like playing like a fake version of himself or something. 
Do you know about this? No, I don't know about this. I just remember he was saying, oh, because Kurt Warner has the movie coming out. Did yeah. you see this? Yes. Kurt Warner has the movie coming out, and he was, and they were like, do you have any advice for Kurt Warner to be like an actor? And he was like, yeah, stop trying. Uh, it, it's very slim chances. You probably don't got it. You won't make it. And like, and then started. I thought it was a really good joke. Like he sold it real straight for like for like three lines. Interesting. Like, yeah, he was just like, yeah, not many people make it, so uh, you should probably just give up now. And uh, <laughs> like so, but then obviously he was like, you know, sure. Out tomorrow, as we record this on Netflix, or out now as you listen to this, there's a Netflix series called True Story. It's a miniseries where Kevin Hart plays a version of himself, I think, a toy store, uh, uh, Jesus, a tour stop in kids' hometown of Philadelphia becomes a matter of life and death for one of the world's most famous comedians. So it's kind of Kevin Hart, but also not really, because it's a fictionalized version of himself. Oh, okay. So that's probably why he was in Philly Yeah, for the game. Well, I mean, granted, he, you know, he's from there, but... It's probably why yeah, he's, he like, he's out and about promoting this thing. Yes, that makes sense. Okay. Like he's starring in this new Netflix miniseries. Okay, cool. So if you watch that email and family at Cage Club, let me let us know what you think. Yeah, might be good. The final thing to do before we take a break is the Fast and Furious, the Too Fast, Too Furious, Minute minute 37, a minute I called Sleeping with the Enemy. Yes, you were. No, it wasn't. I seen you checking her out, man. Okay, it wasn't. Shut up. You shut up. Tell me to shut up. Both you girlies shut up. Unbelievable. You sure are cozy in this big old mansion. No, 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 no. Sit down. Nice Ferrari you got in the driveway. I'm glad you like it. So in this minute, Brian and Roman argue over whether or not Brian was checking out Monica Fuentes. Monica sits down with them at the table and tells them to shut up. Roman expresses concern about Monica's setup here, and Carter approaches the table, and Brian begins to make small talk about his cars as the minute ends. Kind of an uneventful minute. Kind of. Things are going to heat up when Carter, when we get into the conversation, I think, but this is just mostly a walking to set up a minute minute. I think so, too, and for there being so much around, it's really not anything interesting. So I was like looking and, you know, I watched through it. I, uh, Joey usually gets to the minute document before me. I was like looking through it and like, I was like, okay, cool. Like mental note of this, mental note of this. But like, I don't read your notes while I'm watching it. Cause I don't want to be like looking for what you found, you know, right. Kind of going in blind and like everything that I found was interesting. You were like, yeah, you had this too already. Because I mean, there's really not much going on, so... No, there's not much going on. There's a lot of room for storage. Like, there's just, like, carts and trays all around his pool. There's, like, different places for food. Like, there's the table where the housekeeper brings food. There's also, like, a table behind Carter for food. There's it's... a table that she's setting up on the other side of the, table, the pool for table for food. Yes. So, I don't know I don't why. know why they have this many, like... We're assuming that it's Monica and Carter at the house, right? That's the two that are, like, hanging out. Yeah. So, so they're eating like what looks like it's gonna be like lunch there, right? It's this is fully set table. 
there's like silverware, napkins, like it's wrapped, you know, roll-ups, like you're at a restaurant, multiple plates, she has a fan, and then like you see, like you said, you see the housekeeper go, and there's another, like in the opposite corner of the pool, there's another table that she's setting up, so like what is she setting that one up for? Dinner? I have no idea, I, I, uh, you know, we know that Monica's gonna lay by the pool, and maybe that's like for later time, I have no idea, no idea weird okay it is funny to me that like the whole the argument that or the conversation the dialogue that ends the last minute that begins this one is roman saying to brian i know you were checking her out which we we, you know is people have pointed to as some of the worst dialogue in any of these movies just like because it's not very enthusiastic it's just like no i wasn't yes you were no it's just okay but roman's calling brian out and then when monica eats a grape in the most, like, impossibly sexy way imaginable, yes. Roman can't take his eyes off her. So it's like, but you can it, make fun of Brian, but it's also, like, you're doing the same thing. Yes, you're also oogling her. And I thought Brian is, oogle, is like, looking at Roman doing this, but Brian is keeping track of Carter approaching. Yeah, okay, okay. So I was, like, you know, like, then I, like, look through your notes, see that, and I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm watching now where Brian's watching. Like, is he watching Monica, too? No, he's, like, looking, like catty corner and i thought that he was like watching roman be to be like you know you're staring at her too but right. he's really like actually watching carter so that carter doesn't catch him looking at her and that was an interesting dynamic that i was seeing happening okay cool the uh the food on the table which you talked <laughs> Go about ahead. before yeah. quite a spread there's empanadas which look great red grapes papaya so i've never eaten a papaya <laughs> have you had a papaya Yes, I have, but you you made me question this with what you're about to say. Go ahead. So I Googled it because I'm like, oh, it looks like there's blueberries. Like the, the papaya is cut in half. And it yes. looks like there are blueberries in the papaya. Yes. And I Google, I'm like, maybe that's just like what a papaya looks like. And it is what a papaya looks like, but the seeds in the papaya are look smaller. Smaller. So it does look like blueberries. So this is what I've never had a papaya that had seeds in it. I, can you eat papaya seeds? I don't know. Did you look that up? No, I didn't. I was I was curious. I actually I was I started googling papaya seeds and trying to decipher whether or not these were papaya. They're seeds not or... only edible but highly nutritious. <sighs> I don't think I've ever eaten no passion fruit seeds. Definitely eaten a lot of passion. But fruit. you should not consume more than one teaspoon of papaya seeds a day. Because like okay, I've had papaya, but I, it's never had seeds in it, and I've they have never a crunchy texture and a slightly peppery flavor. Interesting. So you, you have a pie, but never the seeds. Okay. But never the seeds. I also have never, like, like mangoes. We buy a lot of mangoes to cut and eat. I've never bought a papaya to cut and eat myself. It's only been, like, served to me. It never had seeds in it. So I was like, oh, what are you talking about? I went and looked up papaya seeds, and I was like, these actually do look like papaya seeds. But then they do look smaller. I think that you're, like, it looks like there's blueberries in it. Right. It's not papaya seeds. Those look like blueberries for sure to me i also i feel like even if you can eat them carter's the kind of person which is like when you serve me food i better be able to eat all the food in the plate like don't don't give me shit that i can't like absentmindedly like I, i'm too busy to worry about what i can and can't eat make sure that i can eat everything on the plate because i don't want to think about what i'm eating i don't think she's gonna scoop like i don't think she's gonna leave the seeds in there i think no no I think they're, they're prepping it yeah yeah i think so too yes and it also, also might be like some weird homage to be like oh it's kind of like papaya seeds because this yeah, i don't know but yeah 
I think that's it. Like, there's nothing else in this minute. Is there anything else in the minute? I thought that the housekeeper kind of put herself in timeout when Carter shows up because she's over in the back corner. And I know that you're saying that, like, it looks like she might have been attempting to set up the other table. And I know that there's a towel rack there. But in that, like, split second that you see, like, Carter walking and her there, she's just, like, standing in the corner of the screen, just, like, facing away, like, with her head down. Like, looks like yeah, she's just, not like, doing anything. Her... Just, like, don't don't look at Carter. Don't look at Carter. Don't look at Carter, right? <laughs> yeah, just, like, in timeout yeah. on the other side of the thing, which I thought was a pretty amusing thought. But, yeah, that's... That's pretty much it for the minute. So two questions. I don't know if either are good or not, but I have when she hears them arguing, what does Monica call Brian and Roman? She calls them girlies. That's fine. I don't think it's great, but it's fine, whatever. What is not in the package that Brian and Roman recover from the impound lot? Because in this minute, Carter empties that onto the table, and in there are a cigar, a cigar cutter, and a lighter. So I have as a possible yes. thing a matchbook, or we could have any fourth thing in there. But is there one of these that you prefer to the other? I prefer what is not in the envelope okay and i would also the only other thing i could think of and i don't know how to play this so i'm just gonna say it to you is that like monica checks to see if there is something else in the envelope she does i was also thinking like not uh not a trivia question but it reminded me like you know how we talked about in the first movie after dom wins the race in the beginning and he goes mia counts the money right yeah or mia holds the money it, it feels like Carter has that same kind of like, hey, hold this. Check this out. Like, just like this is like, I trust. Like, there's a there's a sense of like the men trusting the women with the important things or whatever. But like, he, I, I, got, he, I don't know. I got a, I had a very different take on it. I, I had it like Carter handed this to, to Monica to be oh, like, like, you throw this, throw this away for me, yeah. like woman, like go deal with this. And she just know. like looks Maybe. in it, but I I took I perceived it completely differently. The the Mia one, I'm with you. This one, it was like like here, this is your trash now. Like go yeah. deal with that. Yeah. So if if we're gonna ask a question about Monica checking, like I don't like how. That's what, what I'm saying. I don't know asking. What to, I yeah. that's what I'm saying. I don't know how to do it. That's the only thing that I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, I say, but from that, I thought for a fourth item yeah. inside the thing it was like a note or something okay because i was also thinking like a, a piece stack of paper of cash or something right yeah a piece of paper a clip full of money oh a clip full of money would be good because doesn't he like th- yeah because roman keeps money later right i think that would come down to either lighter or money which one doesn't isn't there because we know there's a cigar we know there's a cigar cutter right yes but yes so what is not in the package that Brian and Roman recover from the impound lot? Cigar, cigar cutter, clip of money, or lighter? Is there a better? Is there is there a way that doesn't make us sound like aliens? Like clip of money? Um, that feels like a Google Translate way to say that. Like I know it's a money clip, but like dollar, like bills in a money clip. That works. Bills in a money clip. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Minute thirty-seven. Uneventful minute. An uneventful question. <laughs> yes. Hey man. That should whatever. be an easy one, guy. That's like, come on, that's a home run one, right? Like should be. Because it's all cigar things and then, like, one weird thing. Find out. All right, Joe, let's take a break and let's come back and let's talk about the 36th Chamber of Shaolin. Fast to forever. 
This is episode number 212, palindrome number. Enter the 36th chamber of Shaolin, or no, the 36th chamber of Shaolin. I'm think I mixed up the title. I thought you were being cute and you just made a mistake, but okay, yeah. No, 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 I wasn't. Um, this episode is brought to you by the Karate Brothers. They now want to share their passion for karate and self-defense with you. If you want to take some karate classes, check out the Karate Brothers. Well, shout out to the Karate Brothers. Welcome back. 36 Chambers Shaolin, our first pit stop. This is a Shaw Brothers movie, sort of widely considered like the, or one of at least, one of the greatest kung fu films ever, a turning point for the directors and stars' careers. There was yes. a movie that's called Return to the 36 Chamber, which also features Gordon Liu. It's, it's a more comedic take. This is a, there's no, there's no other way to say it. Like, this movie is awesome. Before we, before you hear us talk about it, if you have not seen it yet, go on Amazon Stop. Prime and watch yeah. it. And go watch it. I think this movie is really, really awesome. I was re-watching it, and that whole, like, beginning 20 minutes, okay, before he gets the Shaolin. Yeah. I was, like, trying to remember, like, what happens, and as I was watching it, I had to, like, stop and rewind to figure, like, to follow the story, because I'm like, what does this have to do with what I'm remembering? And then we get to Shaolin, and I'm like, oh, I just didn't remember the intro to this movie at all. I remember from Shaolin on. I was having the same kind of thing. Like, I've seen this, I think, maybe once or twice before. Yeah. And I saw it. I watched it last night, and then I watched it again today, because I'm like, I just love this movie. And it's the same kind of thing where I'm like, like, last night, I was just like, I don't remember this intro being like, yes! like, there's a cool fight, but I'm like, this kind, of, I like this is too harsh. Like I don't mean like this, but I'm like this kind of sucks. Like I'm just like this is slow. Same. It's yep. not what I remember. Yeah. And then you get there, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But then like <laughs> once you know that's in your brain, you're not just like, isn't it what I think it is the entire time? It's like, oh no, like this is this is awesome. Yeah, I remember. Like once we got like he like arrives at the temple, I'm like, yes, okay, I remember all of this movie from here on out. Like, but there's just like a like a 20 minute okay. Like a twenty-minute, like kind of lull to set up the story that yep. isn't really necessary. I mean, like it is, but isn't. Really yeah, it's necessary. one of those things where, like, the movies like The Raid and Dread and everything that are kind of like video game-ish movies, where it's like eighty minutes of nonstop action, both have like a twenty-minute setup. It's like, okay, all right, there's drug dealers in this building. We're gonna go in there. We're gonna like take them down, and like it's gearing up, and then they go into the building, and then it's just like hand-to-hand combat for eighty minutes. It's like this is awesome. Yes. And Dread is the same kind of thing. And then this is just like there's less of a need for that, but it's like okay, so like the general in this town is a bad dude, yep. and Gordon Liu's character hates him and yep. wants to figure it out. And then even when he goes to Shaolin, he's like. I've been here for a year. It's like, you've been here for a year? Wait, when did that? <laughs> what? When was <laughs> well, that? Well, because it, it just flashes with no time yeah. flash. So, see, but yes, he's like sweet. He like shows up because <laughs> he's like, he, he, there's a rebellion army and then like the generals in the town. Okay. Yeah. And he's like, man, if we would have only learned Kung Fu, we could have saved like a bunch of these people that they keep killing because like the generals are bad dudes and keeps like killing civilians that just piss him off. And he's like, you know, we, we have to fight back. And he has a teacher that is apparently like school, like college, right? Like it's not Kung Fu school. It's just regular school. And they like, you know, come and bitch to the teacher like this fucking sucks. Like this guy is a dick. We hate him. And the teacher's like, well, there is a rebel army. And like they pass messages and stuff like you guys could go like kind of deal with them. How does he find out about the temple in Shaolin? Does the teacher tell him? I think he just knows about it. Like, I think it's known that, like, this is where people go to learn Kung Fu. 
And he's like, well, I'm just going to go there and learn Kung Fu. And they're like, that's for monks. Like, they're not going to let you in. And he's like, okay. And then, like, what? They kill his dad. And he's like, me and my friend are going to go and escape and go learn Kung Fu to come back here and fuck shit up. They, like, go and, like, what the general guys are kind of, like, looking for them. Like, the army guys are kind of, what the Manchu, I think they are, right? Uh, yeah, the Manchu government, yep. And then, like, they arrive on horses, and they're like, okay, we're going to steal these fucking horses. And then they get their ass beat by the Manchu, and his friend kind of, like, sacrifices himself and is like, go learn Kung Fu now. And he's, like, running away. Dude stabs him in the leg, and then he gets to the town of Shaolin. I'm, I'm, guess, I'm guessing it's the town of Shaolin, right? They're like, here, we could sneak you up there in like a basket of leeks. Yep. And he sneaks up there, and when he arrives, they're like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, you're almost dead. So like, they heal him up, but then they're like, get the fuck out. Like, we don't want you here. You're not a monk. And he's like, but, but I really want to be here. And they're like, okay. So, so we see him like get better, and then he's standing there sweeping. He's like, I've been here a year. I've never learned kung fu. And they're like, Why didn't you fucking ask? Yeah, <laughs> essentially is what happens. They say they literally say, if you want to learn, all you have to do is say so. It's just like you, you know, you just never ask, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. So like, which, like I, I do want to clarify that like you're doing a good job of like summing it up, but like none of that really matters. It's just like no, no, bad this, dudes this that, that wronged the guy, and he wants to get vengeance. Like that's all that it is. But like you're also summing up <laughs> half an hour of like a movie that doesn't need to be half an hour. It could be like ten minutes, right? But it's like it could have been like, less. half an hour to get started. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. It could it could have literally been like a title card, like uh, like a. Um, a fucking Star Wars, like, the, you know, like, there is a rebellion army. There is a Manchu government thing. His dad is dead. He just arrived. Like, he's about to go to Shaolin. Yeah, I'm, and I'm talking through it for myself to, like, try to figure it out, because now I've watched it twice today, and I'm still, like, it doesn't really matter. So, like, you just keep going. No, because, like, even, like, so the wiki plot summary is, like, longer than I thought it would be. Like, it's four or five paragraphs. So the first paragraph just says, a young student named Liu Yudei is drawn by his activist teacher into the local rebellion against the Manchu government. The government's officials, headed by the brutal general Tian Ta, however, quickly discover and suppress the uprising, liquidating the school and killing the student's friends and family. Yudei decides to seek vengeance and liberation for the people and heads to the Shaolin Temple to learn Kung Fu. Just like, that's hey, it. Okay. there's a school yeah. and they do bad stuff and now they're he's learning Kung Fu. And then the next hour of the movie is, is a training ass. montage. It's so fucking cool. Like, yeah. it's so good. So he's, so he comes, so they're like, hey, you just should have asked, bro. And he's like, yeah. Okay, cool. So he's like, so what? where do you want to start? And he's like, at the fucking top. And he's like, okay. And so they let him. <laughs> just like and for he your... gets wrecked. Demolished by like, Durkand, essentially, yep. by like energy from like the Shaolin master. He just like hits him with an energy ball that you don't see, but like just like energy. And he just like gets hit back and he's like, what the fuck was that? And he was like, Kung Fu. And he's like, not that I yeah. know. And he's like, yeah, that's like way above your leagues, dude. I told you. And he's like, can I go down one level? And he's like, yeah, also gets fucking wrecked. And it's like, yes. And so he's like, maybe I should start at the bottom, right? I like that. You don't see that in movies a lot. That's why I'm enjoying that part of it. Cause like, cause like if you're young and cocky, you'd be like, okay, like let's put it on the hardest settings. And you're like, not ready for that yet. Let's go back no. down one. Like, and I think that that just shows, you know, like the importance of whatever of Kung Fu. But this really does feel like where we watched Game of Death and we're like, there's cool stuff in here. But this movie is like, it's not just like the cool stuff. And then you watch the 
Bruce Lee version of Game of Death, which and is basically like, like just oh, the training fuck. montage. You're like, oh, I see what this is supposed to be. And not like that we're, we're saying that the intro to this is not what it's supposed to be, but it's just like, okay, so it's like, why do people love this? It's like, oh, because it's showcasing this one certain thing. And it's like, got it. Okay, cool. Yes. This is what it is. Yes, all right. I also always confuse this one. What's the other one where he runs across the the logs? Not the logs, but the like poles. Do you remember this one we watched too? That Gordon Liu did or some or what? I think so. I think it's Gordon Liu as well. It, it might be Return to the 36 like the return whatever. The well, there's next... Shaolin and Wu Tang. Maybe it's which that. Which I think we that. did that for a film club when we did yes. the the Wu Tang. There's one where he like Lucy Liu's across the poles from um uh, Kill Bill. Four, geez, four years ago, we did that month. We did Thirty Six Chamber of Shaolin and Shaolin and Wu Tang. Okay, so yeah, I think it's Shaolin and Wu Tang because the other cool thing about these movies is they all kind of blend, right? Because not only are they all kind of related, they have the same actor, but right. then they're all Wu Tang albums and like the sounds from those. So it's just one giant pool in my brain, right? Right. Yes. They're wildly different in just about every way, but it's sort of. And this is going to sound racist. I don't mean to sound racist, but just in, in the style of like the, the martial arts it is, it's sort of Bruce Lee. It's sort of Lone Wolf and Cub. Yep. It's just like a badass dude getting vengeance on a whole bunch of people, right? And it's just <laughs> yes. like, cool. Yeah, got one it. Dude, one dude fights 70 dudes, yep. beats them all in like a wacky kind of, you know, weird way with some mm-hmm. goofy weapon. Mm-hmm. And he's always going to win, essentially. Yep. yep. Yeah. And again, just for remember for to remember, uh, this is starring Gordon Liu, who is in both Kill Bill movies. He's yes. Pai Mei yes. in Kill Bill 2, and he's Johnny Moe, one of the heads of Lucy Liu's Crazy 88s in the first movie. Bob came over last night while I was watching this, and he said that he watched this. Like he's, He might have seen this movie more than any other movie, because like, they just used to watch this in college all the time. He he thought, he was like, who does he play in the first movie? Is he Hattori Hanzo? I'm like, no, 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 Hattori Hanzo is Sonny Chiba. Sonny Chiba, yeah. up, He's Johnny Moe. He's like, he still looks so young there. And so we're looking it he up. He looks like, insanely young, yes. He's like 22 in this movie, and he's like 55-ish in Kill Bill. But like, he could be in 30. this movie, he's bald. So like, he's like, he could be 20, or he could be 50. He's just like in ripped shape, you know what I mean? Yeah, so like, it's hard yeah. to tell his age. And also, what's amazing, like, the most impressive thing about this is that it looks like he's doing most, if not all, of his stunts. Because, like, they're not cutting. It's just... No, yeah. And, like, I think a, a lot of it, which is awesome, is aided by the crazy over-the-top sound effects. Like, oh, every, yeah. it's just, like, oh, whooshing yeah. and clanking and everything, which oh, is just yeah. super cool and yep. why people love it. But I think it's kind of helping a little bit, but he's doing everything. Like, it's not like they're, like, doing a close-up of hands and it's, like, some other dude's hands. Like, it's just him. And it's like, yeah, this dude is ripped and, like, it's not just, like, gym muscles or whatever, right? Like, he's, like, he actually has the balance and the coordination. Like, what are the words they use? Speed, balance, weight. Like, he, like he's not maybe, you know, a grandmaster, grandmaster martial artist, but, like, he's pretty good. He's he's doing, he, he can hold his own. I agree. That's a really cool point. There. It reminds me, like, what, who was it? Um, Both Jet Li and Jackie Chan, right? Like, those guys, like, were doing their own stunts. And, like, you could see when it's not cutting away. Bruce Lee, same thing. We watched, like, some Bruce Lee movies. Well, it's also, like, the people in the Fast and Furious movies, like Joe Taslam and stuff. Like, when they have these guys yes. from the raid yeah. and Eco Oasis and stuff, like, they're people who, and I probably butchered his name. I'm so sorry to Garrett, whoever else just, you know, cringed at my pronunciation of that. But, like, it's people who 
do this and when directors trust and hire the right people and the choreographers and everything and just let them do their thing like it's people like we talked about in Fast and Furious 6 that underground fight scene yep. we, we talked about how great it is because like even though Paul Wa or you know Tyrese or whoever like they're not the most you know they're not martial artists but they're able to succeed in that environment because the people around them are killing it and like they're they're shooting it in the right way right so like that it, too it, yes it's awesome they make it look cool because they know what things would look cool on film which is rarely seen in uh action movies today yeah you know cgi and all these kind of things but, like if you pay attention to like how fast in fight scenes they cut it's yes. like oh these yes. people aren't doing anything they're just like they're intentionally not hitting and it's like just all messy and it's whatever yeah, because if you just if you make it really fast, it seems like something's happening, but you don't really have to show anything. Speaking of modern action movies, the movie opens with like him in front of like a black background. Go ahead. Yep. Go Some ahead. Shang-Chi stuff, right? Like <laughs> He has all these rings on his arms. That's my first note too, like is this Shang-Chi? Cuz he like starts out with all these silver rings on his arms, but I think that they're just like he's training with weights kind of. Yeah, and I don't know if it was the comics or just this or the movie adaptation of Shang-Chi, but, like, it was inspired by the Hungar Iron Rings featured in this movie. So, like, not only is this, like, leading down an entire, like, RZA-fueled Wu-Tang path, but it's also, like, hey, Shang-Chi and, like, just cool. Because, like, the movie starts with, like, a guy who, like, has rings on his arms. It's like, oh, okay, I've seen this before this year in theaters, right? It's just like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, and you said Very it was, cool. like, a direct inspiration. Yeah, like, yeah. Sh- like, Shang-Chi claims that it was inspired by this. It's on IMDb or Wiki or something. Okay, so, like. Cool probably but also who knows right but yeah, yeah but that's it makes sense like that's the first thing i thought too considering we just saw shang chi in theaters so yeah yeah you know what i liked a lot about this is like how little how little of the martial arts training looks like martial arts so when you're saying that and i was thinking it gives me big karate kid vibes yes like i can definitely exactly. see karate kid stealing a lot of this montage because mm-hmm. It's the the wax on, wax off without doing wax on, wax off. He, you know, it's like carry these buckets of water, which they also do in Karate Kid, right? Yeah, it's carry the buckets of water, hit this gong, headbutt these things, run across this log. And, like, they're all building toward things. And, like, in this movie, he when he fights the general at the end, he does headbutt the guy. And, like, he has, like, a powerful headbutt, right? But, like, it's just, like, none of this really seems like, you know, there's the opening fight scene before he goes to Shaolin. But, like... The first time he's really in like martial arts hand to hand combat is like seventy minutes in, like more yes. like yeah, comfortably yeah. more than halfway through the movie, and it's just like oh okay, but like he's been training for forty minutes by that point, but it's just other stuff, and we're not even seeing all the things because there's there's thirty five chambers of Shaolin, and everything is like one task that you do to train. So we see like I, I, how many do we see? Maybe six of them. So we see apparently 10 chambers, and he completes nine of them. That's what IMDb says. We see 10 of the 35 chambers, because the 36th chamber, the titular 36th chamber, is he wants to bring this training to the people, and that's how the movie ends. And 35 is the is the energy one, so he doesn't complete that one. Right. The first one is the one he fails, but he we see him complete nine other things. I guess there's like, there's the running across the logs, there's yep. the headbutting, there's yep. the follow the light with your eyes. Yep. The water things. Oh, buckets of water. Yep. Um, with the with the swords, like the knives on your side, right? Yeah. Uh, there's the thing where he's like twirling the spinning stars with a long pole. Oh yeah, that's a quick one though, right? 
Yeah, but like there's like there's wood wood spears up and down. He's like doing all those. But yeah, that that comes at like the time where he's like, oh, he can conquer anything. Like he's doing all this stuff. Like on not on first try, but like the first try we see him do it because like he he fails the first one. He struggles with the the log and the water, and then he kind of hits his stride at one point. We're like, okay, cool. Like he's still getting bloodied and beat up, but like he's he got this it. now. He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna make it through. I like all these things. I agree with you. I like the training montage of it a lot. It's just like a comforting place to be in, just color-wise, and, you know, they're all wearing these, like, blue suits. Mm -hmm. Like, the kind of them all looking the same and being monks and type situation and just training. Like, it just feels like it has such a nice rhythm to the movie. Yeah. And they, like, play with the sound, too, that, like, things are, like, you know, like, the gongs and the, the, I'm gonna hit this, this wooden block and, like, these kind of things, and it just, like, has a nice feel to it. Now there is there's a important distinction here. I know I know where you land on this, but there is what? available on Amazon both the sub and the dub version. Which did you watch? Well, I watched both. Okay, and so thoughts? I watched the subs last night, and I watched the dubs today, and I put that in my letterboxed review. And Garrett commented, he's just like, "Hey, I've been meaning to watch this. I'm going to watch this this week, probably. Like, which version do you recommend?" And Ooh, I was like, what did "Look, you say? I always I always go subs, but I think that in because he's like because he said I know that with these movies, part of the appeal." Is the dub. Yes. Because it's the wacky dub or whatever, where it's like, it, like the, the timing is off and like the, the dialogue itself is pretty close. Like, remember when we watched Ricky O and I'm like, I'm like, I have a whole different concept of like what these things are named yes, because like yeah, I watched yeah. one. Like, this is pretty close, I think, like where okay. the subs and the dubs match. But I was like, I think with this one, like the dub is the way to go because I think if you watch the subtitles, anything that distracts you from just watching the action, I don't think is good like just keep your eyes on like what's going on and like granted there's not a lot of time where dialogue and action are happening at the same time yes yes but i think dub i think go dub wow i'm very proud of you thank you for that i i have tried to watch these kinds of movies with uh subs to see you know differences or if i liked it or something like that and there's just there's something very enjoyable about the dubs. I always lean dub if it exists. I do like it being off in timing. I like the goofy voice actors they get for these. Like there's always like okay in this one, what was it like? What's he like the rice pounder or something? Old ground rice. Old yeah, old ground rice. That guy like yep. his 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 voice actor is just awesome for me. Like, he provides, like, a lot of comedic relief just, like, in his, like, goofy intonations and stuff. So I really, really enjoy that. Yeah, I I always lean dub. So that's interesting. I'm glad that you concur in this one. I, I, I think maybe, you know, Ricky O, too. But, like, I think that there's – I think you lose a lot in – you can lose a lot in the dub. You can, yes. But but I think when there's, like – like, the point is not the dialogue. Like, if people aren't nope. watching this. Like, it's not, like, a drama. It's just, like, <laughs> well, want to see crazy about- shit, cool shit or whatever? Like, just do – you know what I mean? So <laughs> Well, we talked about it because there's, like, 30 minutes of, like, a story that doesn't matter. It's, like, right. you're just – they're just trying to get you to Shaolin to do, like, this cool training montage and then a fight at the end of that. Like that's- And I do wonder if, like I was saying before, if the same thing that we both have were, like, is this the right – like, we know it's the right movie, but, like, is this the right movie or – if because I'm watching it subtitled, we're just like, why am I reading so much? Like, I don't care about this. Like, I know what I love about this movie, and it's not this. And so, like, yeah. I think if you're on the fence, which, again, nobody reading though nobody who thinks that they would enjoy this movie will be on the fence with this movie. It's like, if you think you're going to like it, you're going to love it, right? Like, you're going to love like, it, yes, yes. If you at all like these kind of movies, you're going to like the movie. But 
I think if you're like, I don't know, like, it, it, there's so much, like, there's, like, the, again, just get through the opening chunk, and if there's a lot of reading that, again, matters somewhat, but doesn't really not matter, really, and so, not you know. Really, yeah. Right. So. There were some cool Fast and Furious themes in this movie that I found. Okay. It, it does have a large found family sense to it twice in this movie, in the sense that he, like, goes to Shaolin, and they're like, you know, practice with your brothers, or, like, why did you help your brother with the with the um, buckets of water and stuff like that. They all kind yeah. of have this, like, they're different, but nobody really cares that they're from different places or have different backgrounds, whatever. They're just, like, working towards one goal together, which I think is cool. And then on the flip side of that, like, when after he, like, gets out of Shaolin, they throw him out because he's like, I want to take this to the people. And they're like, don't fucking do that. And they'd throw him out, which is the worst idea, right? Like, if he's like, I'm going to go take this to the, to the peasants. They're like don't stay here. He's <laughs> like, okay, well, he's definitely going to go take it to the peasants then. So when he kicks him out, he like starts collecting a gang of misfits that will be his following, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, that's really cool because, and he also like, and it, and it transitions at the, you have to beat like the guy you met when you came here who's like the current leader. So like a very like, Dom and Brian race face-off type situation. But it's like if Dom and Brian raced like a dozen times and Dom kicked his ass like 11 <laughs> times and finally Brian like barely beats him just like, all right, you're ready. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he's like, I'm going to go to Miami now and like g- go collect Roman and Tej yeah. and everybody else. I'm and bring I'll it to the people. And bring it to the people and I'll meet you on the back end. There is also one thing where there's a blacksmith toward the end of the movie, and they're like, yes. we need to make a new batch of wheels. I'm like, ooh, is he making, like, for their car? There's clearly no cars, but it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like you have a month. It's like, okay, like, it, you know, I, I get that, like, blacksmith is, like, a different process <laughs> than today, but just like, okay, he's, he needs to make wheels, and he has a month. Okay, cool. This was really funny to me, because this is one of those situations where they're like, yeah, this thing's a bajillion dollars, or, like, a bajillion yen, and you're like... Okay, that that could you could tell me it was ten. You could tell me it was four million. Like he's like, you get a month to make them. He's like, I'll need a year. And it's like, who's sandbagging what side of this? And I'm guessing both. But like, what's the normal amount of time that a blacksmith takes to make new wheel? Like, is was it like, oh, he needs two months? He tells you a year to be disrespectful. You only want to give him a month. Like, what was the right? I got no specifics. I don't know the currency. I don't know the time. I'm not That's a what I mean, right? in ancient. <laughs> when does this take place? Like, what era is this? I, I have no idea. I my my history. Like, we don't even know what Shaolin it is. If it's a town, if it's a region, whatever. Like, Lone Wolf and Cub was like feudal Japan, which I think was like the 1800s. I don't know if this is that. I don't know if this is like. I think... Seems like relatively modern, but there's no technology. No, no, I could see this being around the time of feudal Japan, but you could also tell me this is like 600. 18th century Qing, the Qing dynasty. So 1700 sometime. Okay. Because they have like blacksmith stuff, but also China operates on their yeah, own. Yeah, like they have, they have technology. I don't mean that they don't have technology. They don't have technology in the way that like... Cell phones. We're all considered like gun... Well, cell phones, no, not cell phones, but like... <laughs> yeah. They don't have like guns or they don't have like cars. They don't have anything that's like, even a precursor to those things, right? It's like swords But we don't see them. Stuff that's like... And... That's like the... But remember, we were... Then we were watching like Lone Wolf and Gub and then all of a sudden like somebody will have a gun. And you're like, what the fuck? Like... <laughs> yeah. But it's also like when they have a gun, like when he's got those guns on his cart, it's just like, oh yeah, like he's like... There's a reason that he's going to like mess everything up because like this is like unbeatable technology or whatever, right? So. Yeah. 
But I'm saying, you know, like, we were watching it for so long, and it's like, oh, they're just, like, fighting with swords and stuff, and then all of a sudden somebody's like, yeah, and I got a gun, bitch. And they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anything else about this movie that you want to make note of or point out? I liked, there was a couple lines that I really liked. I liked that, the like, the password for him to join the rebellion is, like, the winds of change will be soon upon us, or be upon mm-hmm. us soon. I thought that was cool. When his friends, like, so demoralized after they, like, kind of ruined the town, he's like, I should have learned kung fu instead of ethics. Like, and that's just, like, such a weird, it, like, makes yeah, he perfect says, sense. I should, have learned, I should have learned kung fu instead of ethics. What use is that? Like, who gives a <laughs> shit about ethics? Yeah. Except Which, for, unless you're at the end of Billy Madison, right? Like, business ethics. <laughs> God, it was just on TV. We were just watching that this weekend. That's funny. And, like, that part of it. There's, like, the whole montage of, like, whenever he can't get across the logs and he, like, shows up and there's no food. And I was like, he's just hungry. Like, the guy, because, yeah. like, like, the guy comes up, he's like, are you hungry? And he's like, yeah, I'm fucking hungry. So, I like that. And the shot of him one-footing over the log is probably, like, one of the coolest things I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. when he, like, jumps and just, like, lands one-footed, just, like, looks at everyone's like fuck you guys and then just like hops over i was like wow that's really cool we talking like toward the end because there's like the things where like there's like the thin bamboo reeds where he's like on there and then like the guy like rolls him apart and he like i don't i think it's a different scene and he like splits he like does like a split balance remember that one yes i I think this is like near like when he is getting good at the giant like like logs tied together type situation Oh, so he's still in training okay yep yeah, and, like, when he, like, finally, like, he, like, you know, we see him, like, cross it, like, he, like, figures out that he, like, needs to be quick and nimble and not put a lot of weight down. When he, like, just jumps, like, one-legged, like, looks at everyone and is like, suck my dick, and then just, like, jumps across. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's really, really fucking badass. So. Oh, I also loved his, um, like, the weapon he finally beats that Brian uses to beat Tom, if we're using that metaphor. <laughs> yes, yes. It's just, like, a thing that he creates. Because he's like training by himself in the woods, and he accidentally no, he, like, hits rages. Into bamboo. He rages because he lost, and he had this like it looked like an agave cutter. You know what? I, well, I don't know what this yeah. paddle is called, but like they have it in all the tequila restaurants that like you stab the agave. It looks like a shovel, kind of, but it's like a flat blade. So he has like that, and then on the other side, it was like a battle axe. But he also had like charms on it for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> like. I was like, bro, I like I, when I was watching it this time, I was like, he should probably just take those charms off. Like the, the whole sound of the charms and like the like the weird throwing you off there. Like, that's probably why you lost. And he was like, no, I'm just going to make one giant nunchuck with like three pieces of it. Because the elders are all like, what is he using? It's like, I don't know, some weapon he made. And like, it works. Right. And then like he yeah. actually uses to beat the not only Dom, but also the general at the end, because people don't know how to deal with that i guess because he's it's like a offensive and defensive weapon it's like it just rules new age technology yeah it's it is it exists like nunchucks right like that's what it is it's just like three maybe half a broom handles yeah bamboo rods or whatever linked with like metal yeah and a chain like two links of a chain in between it so he can make like a u kind of shape with it. And so he can hit people with it. He can like bash, like he can defend against people with it. He can like trap people Rapid. with it. It's all yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. It's a really cool, cool weapon too. It's also cool, like that at the end. There's like a couple different freeze frames. Like he's fighting the the Shaolin, like the general, and there's like two different freeze frames when he's beating the guy up. And then like we don't even see him like beat the guy. Like we just cut away from that. It's just like oh okay yeah. And then he gets to training his people. And there's like a freeze frame there too. It's like yeah cool all right that's cool. And it's just like all right end of movie. Like we don't like there's no like real end. It's just like all right we're gonna 
he's training now. Like, this is cool. We did it. And it's funny that this happens in this movie, like, at a time when it's not like, oh, well, they're just like, it's like Dune Part 1, you know? Like, this isn't like the 36th Chamber of Shaolin Part 1, you know? You're like, well, I know that there's going to be a sequel. It's like, no, they were just like, we showed you the badass training montage. He beat the dudes. What the fuck more do you want? Yeah, I think, like we're saying, there's there's the return, and then I think maybe Shaolin and Wu-Tang is the third, possibly, because I think this is a trilogy, but, like, this is, like, And there's another one, one. too. It's the Disciples of the Shaolin. Like, I I have that one somehow, too. There's a bunch. There's a couple. I actually wonder. So there's, like, that... There's the really nice Shaw Brothers Criterion pack. Uh, no, not Criterion. I think it's um, Arrow, who's just like another whatever. But there's twelve yeah. movies in there: Five Fingers of Death, Boxer from Shantung, Five Masters of Death, Shaolin Temple, The Mighty Peking Man, Challenge of the Masters, Executioners from Shaolin, Chinatown Kid, Five Deadly Venoms, which rules Return of the Five Deadly Venoms, Heroes of the East, and Dirty Ho. Because like they did like dozens, if not hundreds, of movies, right? So yeah, yeah, they made a whole fuck ton of them. Again, this always goes on my playlist of shit to play in a dive bar. Just yep. Shaw Brothers movies on fucking loop, and you're just like, "Yep, go for it." Yep. You want to watch a trailer for this? Yes. Let me open. It's it. It's very long for a trailer. It's three forty-two. It That's is the thirty-six Chamber of Shaolin, nineteen seventy-eight original trailer, posted by Kung Fu Movie Trailers. Hundred eighty-six thousand views. Okay, I think he's at the beginning. Go ahead. Whenever you're ready. All right. Three, two, one, play. That classic Shaw Brothers glass. And, like, you know, with anybody who makes, like, hundreds of movies, like, they're not going to all be great, but there's going to be cool stuff in all of them. So, like, even just, like, blindly putting on a Shaw Brothers movie, it's going to be like, okay, cool. Like, there's cool stuff in here. Oh, yeah, they break the thing at the beginning, too, for no reason. There's Shang-Chi. Yep. He looks like he has 12 or 14 rings, but yeah, same kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, punching the water. Yeah. Okay, so they're giving you, like, the intro title card scene going on here. Yeah, I wonder if there's going to be any dialogue. I mean, it's not going to be... Well, I guess it could be dubbed. There's, like, overlay... Like, text overlays. Yeah. Arm chamber. Flipping the buckets, like, that's pretty badass. Oh, there's also the, the, there's a chamber where he's got, like, that brick with, like, the hook. You remember, he's, like, he's, like, pulling it down, like, that, like, path, and he's got, like, the stick through, like, the clasp on a big old brick. Eye chamber. I need to see. Head chamber. chamber. Yeah, like. Oh, the one with the, the one with the incense, I guess, was one, but I assumed it was part of this one. It happens pretty quick. Leg chamber. Yeah, like, this is cool. Like, I kind of I kind of wouldn't want to see all this, because, like, this is, like, taking all the cool stuff. Like, it's, like, a couple seconds from each cool thing, right? Like, it just... Yeah. Like, it's still cooler. Like, they're not showing you everything, but it just... Spit, see, that, that's what I was talking thing. about before. Yeah, that yeah. one's cool. The stick, the stick fighting is cool, too. I like that. It's choreographed so well. You're right. And, like, yep, here you go. Like, there's no cuts. Like, it's not... It's him doing it. Right. 
I also like how they have that one guy like in the last in the in the pole fight where it was just or the stick fight where it's like, how do we make this guy look old? Oh, just give him like a wispy gray beard and mustache. He's like, that's not what that's not his actual oh, the hair. The fake hair, like, the fake hair in this movie is amazing because you could see that his head was shaved to like do the movie, and then at the beginning of the movie he has like a really awful wig on. It's awesome. Yep. Mm-hmm. General. This Charlie Brown uniform he got on at the end is pretty cool too. Yeah, it's uh, it's not as it's not as cool as the Bruce Lee jumpsuit, but it's in the same kind of vein it's the same as it, right? Realm. Yeah, I think so yeah. too. It's the pre the predecessor for that for sure. Okay, we got some dub. Very little dialogue, considering we're three minutes into this trailer. Yeah, there's not much. Considering there is, like, a fair amount in the movie. It's, like, the stuff in the beginning, and then, like, him, you know, getting, basically getting yelled at for a while. Like, just be better. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Dumps all the rice flour on them. Yep. They've shown the title of the movie, like, eight times. <laughs> at least Directed eight. by Kung Fu expert <laughs> Lu Chia Lang. Okay. More rice flour. Yeah. I didn't Shaws. know that they refer them as Shaws. Watch for the opening date. Okay. Yeah. yeah, if you did if you don't want to watch the movie, watch the trailer. And if you were like that trailer is pretty cool, the movie's just a longer version of that. So Alright, Joey, letterbox game. So for reference oh, sake, God, Mad Max Fury Road, one of the most popular films on Letterboxd, has been seen by nine hundred and thirty five thousand people. I would guess, if I had to guess, by the end of this lap we might hit a million on that one. So I don't know, maybe. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll be close. But the 36th Chamber of Shaolin, 1978, directed by Lu Chia Lang, who also directed The Legend of Drunken Master, the Jackie Chan movie. He did Eight Diagram Pole Fighter, which is cool. Return of the 36th Chamber, a bunch of movies starring Gordon Liu, a bunch of other people. How many people have seen the 36th Chamber of Shaolin? <sighs> this could be a monstrous number. It could be... It gotta be pretty high. Letterbox has to love this. I don't know how high to go though. I'm gonna start at what I think is insanely high and start at seventy thousand. You are way too high. Okay. Twenty five thousand? You are still too high. Less than twenty five thousand on letterbox, yeah. really? Yep. Oh man. Okay, um eighteen seventy five. Eighteen eight thirty one. Eighteen. I was really close on that last one. Not wow. bad. Yeah, it's, it's surprisingly low. I've had 11 friends watched it. Oh, I guess Garrett's never seen it. He wants to watch it. Yes, that's right. Eight of the 11 have rated it, and they've all given it four or more stars. So, like, again, the people that I've cultivated to follow on Letterboxd all love this movie. Yeah, it makes for sense. For good reason. We're going to go to Gil's profile, at Gil underscore O, who two years ago watched it and said, legit, one of my favorite movies now, five stars. Okay. No longer uses Letterboxd, but it's fine. 36 Chamber of Shaolin is his fourth favorite movie. Kill Bill. No. Okay. Here's a very big hint. His what? numbers two and three are movies we've covered on this podcast. And his first favorite movie is a movie that I have mentioned in this episode. Memento. No. Um. They don't really... Well, okay. So the movie that I mentioned this episode... 
sort of structurally mirrors like that's when I brought it up before that's what that's but these other ones don't really correlate they're actually tied together sort of in a way but they don't really have anything to do with uh 36 chamber Shaolin and the first one doesn't really either like karate kid no nope a movie that you brought up mm-hmm. I talked about dune he doesn't use letterbox anymore nope Two are from this decade, or I guess last decade, the 2010s, and then one from the 80s. Uh, the two that we've covered are both huge movies. The one we have not covered is not a huge movie, but it's a very cool movie. Back to the Future. Back to the Future is his number three movie. <laughs> okay, so nice. What's another huge movie we have covered that is somewhat sort of in a way tied to Back to the Future in a way from the past decade? Huge movie. Um... Huge movie. Huge movie. Huge movie. So big, some people might use it as a barometer for things. Oh, Mad Max Fury Road. Mad Max Fury Road. I was going to say Mad Max, but I was like, it can't be Mad Max, but that makes sense. Okay, cool. And then his number one movie is a movie that I have mentioned this episode that sort of structurally sort of follows what the 36 Chamber Shaolin does. The Raid. Um, No, the other one. What was the other one I mentioned? The Raid. Or... It's basically kind of an American version of the raid with guns. Oh shit! What was it? It's a remake. I don't know if that's going to help you at all. Starring Carl Urban and Olivia Thirlby of Why the Last Man and Lena ha- Lena Headey, Cersei herself as the main villain in this movie. I don't know what is it. I don't remember. Dread. Dread. Okay. There you Dread go. Dread rules. Dread's awesome. Wait, Maybe which we'll one Dread is she? Which one is she in? Um, Why the Last Man? She is the EMT. Hero. She's the hot one. Sure. Yeah, she is the she's hero. She is I the president's have. daughter. Yes, the the pre, yes. She is also uh, the best friend in Juno. Okay, I have a huge crush on her. I think yeah, so. she's awesome. She's a great actress and she's adorable. So yeah, uh, yeah. It, like in Why the Last Man, like I think Hero is just like awesome, like yeah. so gorgeous. So yes, thank you. Wow, cool. She's yeah, top tier for me. Thank you. I would say check out Dread. Dread is just very cool. So it's it's like... on Hulu and Epics. I know you, I know everybody gets Epics. <laughs> yeah. Um I feel like Rachel and I watched it, but I might have fallen asleep during it. I don't remember. I I, I mean, know it's a an lot action of movie. I know that's me. not always your thing, but yes. uh it's awesome. It's it it rules. So yeah, that was thirty six Chamber Challenge. Anything else to say about this movie? No, I love these Shaw Brothers movies. I really do. I, I am glad that we rewatched it. Mm-hmm. I am happy in a weird way that you also felt the same about the intro because i was feeling a little weird about that yeah yeah i think that you guys should watch it and just like if you're really bored in the beginning skip 20 minutes into the movie and you'll you won't miss shit so basically when you see like fast forward and like when he falls out of a a tub of leaks just like okay here's where i should start (laughs) yeah yeah when he's limping around and has a weird injury to his leg that's about the good parts Exactly. All right, Joe, next week we are doing Too Fast, Too Furious, because of course we are, as though not breaking it down minute by minute is enough for this lap. We are doing next week Too Fast, Too Furious. It's always a trippy situation whenever we get to the movie and we're doing minute things. It's very weird. Yeah, so my friend right now, my friend Matt, we are, you know, the new season of Succession is on HBO, and he's also re-watching it with his wife. He's like, it's breaking my brain. He's like, I'm watching old episodes and new episodes at the same time, like sometimes on the same day. We're like, why are you doing that? Like, what, what, stop that. Yeah, just like force her to watch it. I think she's seen it. I think they're just rewatching it just to enjoy it, but like they're rewatching while watching the new one. So very Feels uh, weird. I don't know. Yeah, he's like I'm never he's like I'm never doing this again. Yeah, I couldn't do that. So bless him for that. But yes, too fast, too furious next week because 
That's what's on the schedule, but for all things. And we're going to have at least two more. Yeah, we're doing a Diagram Pole Fighter later this lap, and we'll get another bonus one for the Patreon. So at least two more Shaw Brothers this lap, if not more. But right now, I think on the schedule, two more of these. So I'm excited some for good them. stuff coming up. I'm excited for them. They always make me happy. Yeah, I agree. For all things Too Fast, Too Forever, and Shaw Brothers this lab, you go to cageclub.me, facebook.com, slash Too Fast, Too Forever, or at Too Fast, Too Forever on Twitter and Instagram. Email us, family, at cageclub.me. Check out our store, Patreon, TooFastTooForever.com, and our store, TooFastTooForever.shop. Join now to get bonus episodes, early access. This one will be up for patrons probably before Thanksgiving, because I want the weekend off to do nothing. So nice. I'm going to work this, get this out tomorrow. You're welcome, patrons. But TooFastTooForever.com, join... Oh, wait, I forgot. In the mail segment, shout out to Benno. I didn't start that email, but Benno joined the Patreon at one quid per month to get the early access. I was teasing him on Twitter. I'm like, either he had such a great time that he wanted to listen to the episode, or he just loves the sound of his own voice. He's like, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> That's awesome. So thank you, nice. Benno, for being a patron over yes, there on TooFastTooForever.com. Be like Benno. Join for even a dollar a month. Get early access to episodes and bonus episodes. And then if you have a couple extra money, dollars, money's kicking around, whatever. Get stickers. Get pick us. Pick what we're watching. All sorts of stuff at TooFastTooForever.com. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe Too. And we'll tell you all about it when we see